Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 8, Episode 8, titled Bookball. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two fashionably fishy co-hosts. From <laughs> the podcast pod is my poke That's a long No, give a smattering of polite applause to Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Joe. What do you know? Hello, Taylor. How are you? I'm doing oh, better. I'm doing. I'm oh doing yeah. Much oh better. yeah. Yeah. Are we Are we under control and and everything's good? We're and... getting there. We're getting there. I went to the doctor today and he gave me a smattering of new drugs that I need to try. And why did I? Oh, because I said smattering because you said smattering. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Where did that word come from? But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be starting new medication and all is going to be right with the world. Oh, that's good. That's nice. Or at to least hear. my pancreas. <laughs> well, at least it may, can you make it please for the finale? That'd be great. Where I die at the finale, or just, where? Just, I just, oh, if you could time that, that would be awesome. What a great finale that would be! I'll see what I could do. I am a giver, and mm-hmm. I will do everything I can to make sure that we are recording live from my hospital bed at St. Anthony's Hospital. Oh, well, now we know we're going to be at the hospital. <laughs> and from the podcast, dubious intent. Let's have an intervention for Daniel <laughs> J. Brewer. I'm not sure I'm wild about this intervention idea here. It's uh Well the the people who are being intervened usually aren't. <laughs> Hi, Joe, Joe, would you like to way, start? By the way, yeah. I, well before we start, Taylor, I would just yeah. like to rectify what Joe mangled the name of your show, which is Pod is my co pilot. Thank you, yes, Daniel. Thank you for making okay. sure. Now, now you really want to just come I'm in on me. You want to go after me here on my intervention. You know, is it, it was still technically my vacation. Uh I'm assuming we're talking about the last show. <laughs> Uh, yes, <laughs> still that, my that, that's good. <laughs> I was still Ooh, on vacation. He's already got the giggles. Yeah, whatever. I know. What are, What are you on today, Daniel? Optimus Prime again. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> We're all we all love you, Daniel. We're worried about you. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> this week, the five remaining queens read each other with puppets, gave their best '90s comedy interpretive dance, and participated in the book ball. Bob the drag queen was Bob the emotional one. Kimchi had mommy issues, while Naomi and Derek were more Biggie and Tupac. Kimchi won the maxi challenge, while Bob and Derek went head to head in a lip sync for their lives. In the end, Bob lived to joke another day, while Derek was sent back to Sin City. Ladies, any initial thoughts on the episode? Daniel, it oh, makes Taylor. Me- Whoever breathed, whoever breathed, it makes me nervous uh, to see Bob in the bottom two like that. It was just like I, I kind of thought there's no chance he's going to go home. Oh, this definitely, yay! We're really going to finally get rid of Derek. But uh, I gotta, I gotta tell you, having Bob in the bottom two, it's like when I realized that the other were the top three, and I'm like, oh my god, that means Bob is going to be in the bottom two. That's that's. Uh, I was a little bit worried for him, Taylor. I, it was a fun episode. It was a fun episode to watch. It felt a little old school drag mm-hmm. drag race. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this was the best thing that could have happened for Bob. Because I think yeah. it gave Bob a kick in the ass. I think Bob just assumed that he was just going to get crowned. No problem. He was going to be Bianca. Who I, Bianca never had to lip sync for her life, right? No, she didn't. Neither did Jinx. Yeah. So I think this was, I think this was good for Bob. And I'm just glad that. Or Violet. I don't think you're right. I think Violet never had to lip sync either. But I'm just. Glad. I don't think Sharon Needles did either. Oh my god! No, Can we Sharon just... Needles did. Sharon Needles did one time. <laughs> this is this is getting ridiculous. You know what, Joe? Let's just say in the finale of all seasons, they all the top three always lip sync themselves. So they all did lip sync. We all did see them lip sync. No, but not point. for their lives. No, but not. Yeah, for they well, just do one. Here's the other uh, shocking news, Joe. But they don't actually kill the losers, so uh, it's mm. not really their mm. lives. <laughs> Mm. Have you seen Dax exclamation point? 
No, thank God. But I did see Tempest du Jour the other day, so I can at least uh, report that she is still alive. Well, she's scrappy. That's why she was able to get away from the from the Gestapo security guards that they have. When they, I'm gonna, when they take them away in the van, they're actually taking them to a gas chamber. It's like someplace. the drag troopers that come in and like uh, cool hoop. I'm gonna give Tempest du Jour this. I'm gonna say she's the most popular or famous first one gone since Pork Chop. Here's the thing. Do you ever wonder that maybe she was just like a total dick, but it's like because we only saw her that one episode, we all like her. It's just like pork chop or no, or, like uh, Tempest is She could be as, you know, as shady as Acid Betty or something. And uh, we wouldn't know it. We only saw her that one episode and we felt bad for her. So we all like her. Well, I remember talking about this last season. Remember, she came back when they remember they brought everyone back. I've and, seen uh, I've seen interviews and I know she's a nice person. I was just saying what No, if? I know she's a nice person, but what I'm gonna say she's one of those like I'm old and I'm gonna teach you something. Uh, and I'm like, ugh, stop teaching me shit. <laughs> I don't need to be taught anything. She has kids. Anyway, Joe. hi everybody. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Joe Vatan. <laughs> Good morning, Daniel and Taylor. <laughs> anyway, I was to, to jump on Taylor's comment, I was gonna say I actually think this was the best thing for Bob, but also I think to solidify his win because, you know, yes, Bianca never lip synced for her life, but she had shown some sort of vulnerability. So it sort of showed that she should win. You know, you knew she should win. Bob was sort of coasting to this point where he's like, okay, just give me the goddamn trophy already or crown. And yeah. this was the, the lip sync. We got to see like, oh, bitch, that, that she can perform. Yeah. yeah. And. It, it made her vulnerable in a way that was good. I think actually ultimately helps her because you go like, no, this bitch can deliver in a weird kind of way. Because in a weird kind of way, maybe Violet Chachki seems a little weaker because you're like, well, what would have happened if she would have lip synced for her life? We don't know if she was good or not. Uh, judging on the finale, judging on the finale, she wasn't horrible, but she wasn't like a standout. <clears throat> no. Have you ever seen her video for Betty? Who? Yes, I've Violet seen. Chachki's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Oh, I think about the porn one. No, no, I have no interest in seeing that. Oh, but. I loved it. Um. Anyway, yes, I've seen the Betty video. I saw that one in the Pearl. Which one, one Daniel? Right? The porn or the? I've seen both, but I, I, I we we're specifically talking about the Betty one. Yeah, what about it, uh, Taylor? Just the 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 one boy in the beginning in his underwear is cute. Yeah, that's all. Dark okay, great. One. And it's 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 one of those songs. It's an earworm song that when you listen to it, you think at the beginning, "This is a stupid song," and then you go around and listen to it. You have it in your head all day. Oh, see, so I took it. I things. took it to be an earworm song in the sense that it's like uh, you hear it and you think, "Oh dear God, there's a worm in my ear. Let me like kill it with some kind of like really strong anesthetic." Why do all the drag queens want to be singers? Because they what all want that? to be the next RuPaul. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, uh, real real fast, this week in iTunes, they're doing a big dance album sale for $5.99 and a bunch of RuPaul albums are on there for six bucks. So if anybody interested in getting some RuPaul music, I think, um, it, I think it's also like this, Joe, you you win this, right. And it's the world of wonder, whatever included with their prize package, their $100,000. Uh, they uh, also probably book a lot of these shows for them. And they're like, Hey, you know, if you want to do a record, you know, we, we, we produce, you know, you can be under Ru's label if you want to put out an album. Like, remember back in the days when, like, uh, Leonard Nimoy put out an album <laughs> and, like, William Shatner put out an album because it was, like, yeah. what they did back then. You know, the studios were also, rec- you know, they were transitioning from one to the other from, you know, music to film. Anyway, maybe it's just that. Maybe it's just World of Wonder is just really heavy on pushing the singing thing because they started their life as, you know, a production company, a music production company. Hmm. After Thority's elimination, the girls return to the workroom to find a rather shady message. Clowns, all of you, come to New York, but please take down Bob. 
She's terrible. Anyway, you guys, top three, Naomi, Bob, Derek. Let's see. That was shady. Love, Thorgy. The girls didn't find the message too funny. Please take down Bob. She's terrible. <laughs> anyway, love you guys. Top three, Naomi, Bob, and Derek. That was shady. Thorgy. There you have it, girl. Oh, that was really shady. Damn, Thorgy. But you're not here anymore, so I guess it really doesn't matter, huh? You know what? When was they, that when, shady? Well, I thought, I didn't realize until just now that Thorgy actually wrote that was shady. I thought yeah, I that was... I it right now, too, yeah. yeah. I thought that was uh, Chi-Chi making that comment, like, oh, that was shady. So it, it put it in a new context for me. Daniel, you're a big Thorgy Thor. Whore. I'm a huge what? Thorgy Thor fan. Yeah, so what did, you, what did you think of that lipstick mirror message? Uh, I think it's very, you know, it's it's her, right? She 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 oh, wow. She's friends yeah. with Bob, right? She has this little, uh, she talked about it in her show, like they had this friendly little rivalry. So I had rivalry. I don't think she thought that the, but please take down Bob, that it was, you know, that anyone would take that as bitchy. No, that part was yeah. serious. But to name a top three? Oh, yeah, it's true. I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe... We know why she didn't want to include Chi-Chi, because she was still pissed at Chi-Chi. Uh, I don't know why she wouldn't want to include Kim Chi, though. They're the best of friends, Joe Batanz. Well, that, that was the one who she was in the... Um, no, it was no, Chi-Chi. That, that was she Robbie was the Turner, final yeah, two. Yeah. yeah, so... Well, it, I, it, it, the second part of that did seem shady. It seemed a little, like, fuck, fuck, fuck with the girls after you leave, kind of get in their head sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily... She seemed kind of bitter. She seemed kind of bitter when she left. Well, she when she said that, she goes, you know, I got to tell you, Rue, I think you made a mistake. Most of the other ones haven't necessarily done that or said been that open about it. So there probably is some anger there. I think she thought she was going to go a lot further. I think she thought she was going to be top three. We all thought she was going to be top three. Oh, yeah, I sure did. I think a lot sure of them. Did. I think a lot of them are really bitter when they leave. I think Thorgy just doesn't have that filter. Like a lot of hyper creative people, she just doesn't have that filter. I will give her the benefit of that doubt. All right. The next day, RuPaul presented this week's mini challenge ladies at this point in the competition your family and sometimes to bring sisters closer together it's good to do some family role play and we're gonna do it with puppets why because everybody loves puppets (laughs) chi chi devane stole the show and won the challenge with her puppet performance of bob the drag queen Hey, everybody. I'm Bob the Drag Queen. Hey, Bob. How you doing? I'm doing well. I talk a lot. I work in every club in New York. <laughs> I have a big mouth. I think I'm all that, even though my wigs look like Chi-Chi. Yeah! <laughs> jokes, 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 jokes. So, what are you going to do when you run out of jokes? I know what I'll do. Walk to the club, perch first. Bam! Walk to the club, perch first. Bam! New York, baby! <laughs> Meanwhile, Derek and Naomi had each other for puppets, and there were no holds barred. So, Naomi, I'm wondering, is this your roller girl look, neon look, or Madonna kimono look? They're all the same. (laughs) No, ma'am. I have never looked like that in my entire life. I would never wear some shake-and-go Beyonce wig. There's one thing I do want to talk... Oh, you're doing a split, girl. That's the most talented thing I think I've seen you do on this competition. The one thing I want to talk to you about is your snatch game. Your New York was really bad. Damn, shady. Oh, Flav, Flav! No, you didn't. <laughs> okay, try to do that. 
Oh, flavor, flavor. Oh, no, you didn't. I actually laughed at that one. I'm sorry. Derek, does it hurt me having my hand inside of you? No, I'm used to sitting on two dicks at one time. <laughs> Derek, tell me about your drag. Well, I don't really have a drag style. There is no Derek Barry. There is Britney Spears. But I hand sewed this piece of fabric that's just buttoned up around my waist. <laughs> that sucked. Girls, what did you think of the uh, puppet challenge, the puppet mini challenge? I thought that they were all pretty funny. I, I, I've, I've enjoyed this one in, in previous seasons when they did this. And then I think the one year where they had the dolls that weren't puppets with the little pound cake the year with Alaska. I thought between the two, between Derek and Naomi, Naomi was funnier. The, yeah. the two sitting, I'm used to sitting on two dicks at once. That that did make me laugh out loud. <laughs> so, But the, the, the anger on Derek's face with it, it just seemed ridiculous to me but where did this come from and we're going to talk more about Derek and Naomi later but where did all of a sudden they just they never went after each other before I think it came from a comment that Naomi had made to Derek about changing her makeup or something it was just a it was an offhanded comment something about her being a makeup artist that she didn't know but I don't know it, it was confusing but we'll talk about it later when we get to that part I absolutely love the puppet challenge I thought it was great this year I'm curious. It was as, really good this I'm year. I'm curious as to why Bob didn't have his hand in his puppet. Why, like, did he not want to put his hand in kimchi? I don't know what that was, why he was holding her from behind. Or maybe he'd ruined his puppet or hot glued it together and we couldn't get his hand in it or something. I don't know. Um, I love the fact, I think the reason she won the challenge was because Chi-Chi made a little puppet purse. <laughs> it's like she went through the extra thing of actually making a little puppet purse for the puppet. I thought that was great. So she deserved the win on that. Yeah, but even among uh, beyond Naomi and Derek, the girls seem to be really sick. I mean, there's a lot of vitriol in this puppet challenge. I mean, they really went after each other. Oh yeah, this one was vicious. They were they were yeah. definitely more even more so than when they did the libraries open. I thought a lot of the library open didn't seem very funny. It just seemed kind of it was just insults. Whereas this one was at least humor at it, but there was some venom behind it. Well, Taylor, as you know, being a roast master general as you are, that there's a structure to those kinds of jokes where there isn't necessarily so with puppets. And so maybe it gives them a little bit more freedom to, to with the jokes. Yeah, maybe. I, I think that's if I can quote uh, the, the great Joel Hodgson. This is like, he's like, you can say a lot of things with puppets that a person could never say. And the, the famous quote from that is, you know, when they asked Crow, what do you want for Christmas? And Crow was like, I want to decide who lives and dies. It's just like, you know, a human can never get away with it, but it's a, it's a puppet, right? A puppet can say that and, and because it's a puppet. <laughs> did you not, wait, did you I, not follow I that? Know why, wait, I, I could follow it as a mystery science theater, theater 3000. Yes. Reference, but who just pulls out a Joel Hodgson? Like, it's just like, <laughs> as we all know, as the great Joel Hodgson once said regarding puppets. And you're like, whoa, it just pulled that out. Where did that come from, Daniel? It's, uh, you know, well, that's the line. It's, you can say things with puppets. You can't. That's who said it. So that's why I, that's how, where I first heard that. And that's, uh, that's what it took me back to. You don't know that, Joe, you <laughs> Philistine. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Maybe they, don't, maybe they don't cover the works of Joel Hodgson in the West Coast schools, but I went to USF St. Pete, God damn it. And they covered it there. <laughs> I demand applications for a new co-host starting next week because Joe didn't know about Joel whatever. Joel Hodgson. Thank you. This reminds me of the great Edgar Bergen who once said, Charlie McCarthy can suck my dick. I and think I would take that to the bank. And his and daughter. I believe it was Waylon Flowers and Madam that one time said. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're only going to do puppet. Well, who, who was the... Who, 
Who was the 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 black one with the black puppet? The black one with the black puppet. Yeah, the black guy with the black puppet. Oh, uh, Willie Willie Lester. Wait, oh. Willie Tyler and Lester. Yeah, Willie Tyler and Lester. Yes. Remember the was. great Willie Tyler and Lester? Then he's like, Lester, he does all the bad shit, and I do all the good shit. Remember I that don't great quote? Know that one. Remember when the great Buffalo Bill said to Howdy Doody? <laughs> I'm talking yeah. just like you and my mouth is moving the entire time. This is why the camera doesn't focus on me. Remember that? That was great. I believe it was Fred Rogers with Lady <laughs> Elaine that one time. No, is Lady Elaine a person? Yeah, is Lady Elaine Fairchild. That? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Daniel knows his fucking puppets, man. <laughs> Which is the creepiest thing that I've yeah. ever known about Daniel Brewer at this point. Yeah. You're going to bring a Mortimer Snurd reference pretty soon. <laughs> we've, we've already talked about uh, uh, Charlie, I mean, uh, Edgar Bergen. Yeah, you see, even, Daniel even knew that Mortimer Snurd was an Edgar Bergen puppet. Oh, you know what? The God. Bergen the Bergen family has that other puppet thing because the greatest puppet of all, Dan Quayle, argued with his daughter on TV. The greatest <laughs> puppet of all. Right, we are way off the rails here. I'm sorry. All apologies to Joel Hodgson for us taking. <laughs> oh yes, by all means, let's all apologize. To I will Joel say Hodgson. he has the best of the lymphomas. <laughs> oh, hard. <laughs> It's also Hodgkins, but come on, go with me on that. <laughs> I thought he was talking about the guy that was the the smartest, not the smartest man in the world, the one, the judge, the one that does the judge thing. That I'm a Mac, I'm a PC. What's that guy's name? Joel? That, oh, jo- oh, no, that's, uh, that's oh, um, shit. Well, uh, yeah, John yeah, John Hodgman. John Hodgman. Yeah, John Hodgman. Okay. That's why I initially guy, thought you meant, but he's never said anything great. He's a terrible comedian. I hate him. <laughs> That guy's never made. That guy, I, I refuse wait, to believe wait, wait, he's wait. ever you made think, anyone laugh. He's never John, made a single wait, person laugh. You think John Hodgman talked about puppets, like like on yeah, that commercial? Point, <laughs> no, I yeah, just thought, No, but I thought because he he's written books where he's about puppets. Everything you, no, about everything you ever need to know about the world. He writes these books about more it. information than on. you require was the name of his book. And I've okay, also see, I, I've laughed at John Hodgman numerous times, Joe Vitan, So oh, yeah, uh, well. He used to be on The Daily Show. He was quite good. Next, RuPaul explained this week's Maxi Challenge. All right, ladies, for this week's Maxi Challenge, we're having a book ball. Now, in honor of our guest judge, author and humorist, David Sedaris, I'm challenging you to put together three different looks that tell the story of your life. First category is baby drag realness. You know, when you were five years old, you slipped on those first pair of heels. Second category is That's My Mama Realness. A drag look that pays tribute to your Mama's own family. sweet mama. Oh, damn it. That would have been the better. Third category is Autobiographical Eleganza Extravaganza. A couture creation made entirely out of books. Hashtag RuPaul Bookball. <laughs> For your first two looks, you can use clothes, shoes, and accessories from the out-of-the-closet thrift store. Gentlemen, start your engines, and may the best woman win. Woo! Okay, I, we all laughed, but there's nothing... I didn't notice it when I pulled the clip. There's nothing funny than a bunch of gay guys going, Woo! <laughs> David Sedaris. <laughs> You mean also? I love how we just made fun of him for five minutes about John Hodgson, <laughs> but you and I managed to pull Mabel King out of our asses at the exact same time. <laughs> what was she doing up there? Later in the episode, Rue added yet another element to the competition. Ladies, gather round. Now listen, I've got good news. 
tomorrow on the main stage, in addition to David Sedaris, we will be joined by his twisted sister, actress and author Amy Sedaris will be here. Oh, right. And there's one more thing. In addition to your three book ball looks, you'll be performing an opening number. A tribute to Amy's comedy classic, Strangers with Candy, in full Jerry Blank-inspired drag. (laughs) That's going to be ridiculous. (laughs) Daniel? Yes, I was waiting for you. Uh, Oh, okay. What what did you go? Okay, so actually what I wanted to talk about first, what were your thoughts on the three, just just general thoughts? I'm sure we're going to get in really detail when we go over the runway looks, but on the three challenges. Taylor? Uh, The baby thing I thought was stupid. I, I, I get why you're kind of why you're doing it. The mom thing was the mom thing just seemed like a way to get people to cry, as I think we're going to probably talk about later. In the, I, I mm-hmm. kind of hate when RuPaul tries to become Barbara Walters and interview people and where she says oh. things where she's just I mean, short of reaching she's the, so obvious. Yeah, where she's short of just going back and grabbing the fatty back of somebody's arm and twisting it to make them cry. I, I hate that kind of stuff. So that, but the book challenge, which they've done other things with paper money and they've done things with candy themes and that kind of stuff. I loved that. I loved the idea of that because it was something different for the season that we haven't seen before. Yeah. I, I liked the three look idea. I thought it was, it, it seemed like a lot up front, but then when you listen, you know, the second watching through or whatever, it's like the, the first two outfits were so simple because they just could pull any of the clothing from that thrift store or whatever. So they, they could get their dresses and whatever there. They basically just had to do makeup and, and wigs um, for their mom look. But the, uh, you know, the real challenge was constructing the thing made out of the books. I mean, that was that was like the really only time-consuming thing, I think, from it. The baby, if you notice, they all kind of had that same kind of baby thing the on. The pearls. And, yeah, yeah. The, they all had the same prop pearls. Uh, but yeah, it was just kind of, and the shoes. So they didn't have to do shoes or, you know, accessories for the baby thing. So it was just kind of, it seemed like, a lot, but then when you really break it down, it's like, okay, I can see where these are two really kind of mini challenges and then a real challenge. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of the bizarro Jerry Bank? That Jerry I completely Blank didn't dance. understand. He's like, what the, what, huh? It's just like, that. I feel Amy Sedaris didn't get it. Like, she had a look in her face, like, what am I looking at? <laughs> and it's her yeah, song. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just seemed sort of, I mean, talk about a pop culture reference from that show has to have been off the air 10 years at this uh, point, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Easily 10 years. And it was like, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a definitely, the, it's, I mean, it's the definition of a cult classic. Yeah. I mean, there, there aren't even a lot of fans now. I think, I think I the mean, only reason it comedy. Would, yeah. The only reason it would even be a cult classic is because it was one of the first things to kind of show up on Netflix. So it was like, not, I don't think many people watched it on Comedy Central because, you know, that just wasn't a thing back then. Right. But then once it hit mm, Netflix, yeah. then everyone could watch it and they could, you know, talk about it and stuff. And so that's think, one of those shows that's either hysterical funny or yeah. you just sit with a dead face the right. entire time you're watching it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's like Saturday Night Live. It's just like Garth Marenghi's dark. What's it called? Garth Marenghi's <laughs> oh, dark dude. place. What is, what is it called? That First, show? I don't that know. Show. You've never seen Garth Marenghi's dark. I've, I've seen the dark show? crystal. <laughs> no. Oh, you should watch Garth Marenghi. <laughs> Whatever that dark, I think it's dark place. Or I'll find out right now. But dude, that show. So like the first two episodes, so funny, like crying, laughing, and then you're like, Ugh, this is awful. What am I watching? Anyway, we're going. We're really obscure today. I was, I was this say, is like, it's kind of it's kind of like our shows, right? It's like people love them, and then as we go along, they're like, Oh dear God, <laughs> we're gonna take a shot. 
Well, also, just the dance was bizarre. It was weird. It was like it, it had nothing to do. Yeah, it, it, it felt just, it felt thrown in. It felt made up, and it felt kind of you know weird. And it's like honestly, like the the winner of the challenge gets to choreograph the the dance. That doesn't sound like much of a how prize. That a privilege. Yeah, yeah. Because no. talk about something that could have thrown them all thrown thrown Chi-Chi under the bus. But let's be honest. Even the real prize don't sound like Bob the drag queen. You've just won fifteen hundred dollars in checks. <laughs> <laughs> like, like bizarro prizes <laughs> and glasses, glasses, accessories. It's just not, yeah, not, actual, not actual glasses, just some kind of weird thing that you hook on glasses that, to do stuff with. Yeah, you know? you've won a two thousand dollars at Steinmart. Like what, are you, <laughs> like, what are you gonna do with these prizes they've been giving? You've won All a right, five hundred dollar gift card from Brookstone. Good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've just won $1,250 at Dickie's Daily for all of your Dickie drag needs. Oh, God. During a table visit. Oh, let's, let's move on. During a table visit with Rue, Bob the drag queen showed a rare vulnerable side when discussing his mom. You're so confident. What scares you? Um, well, you can't my mom got dark. sick recently. She has like a chronic and really rare form of pneumonia mm. called boop, which sounds cute, but it's not that cute, mm. actually. I got the scariest call, which is like, you need to come here. I was like really freaked out. Yeah, yeah. My mom had been very physically fit. And then she was just like skinny and frail and like her hair was falling out. And she couldn't do anything, like anything. Wow. And it was really hard to see my mom like that. (laughs) All of the things in my life that... Like, make me a good person or because my mom told me to do it. I don't have a lot of people like my mom and my family. You fucking got me, bitch. You know, here's the thing. Usually I would be like, ugh, right? And, and I do blame Rue for this, but especially in that confessional, uh, is it was I think it's ultimately good for Bob because we don't really get to see a vulnerable side of Bob. Yeah, it seemed genuine. It wasn't yeah. like I'm coming in with with my sob story. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a yeah exactly. It's not a hey, I had a horrible childhood too. Here's my pictures. It, it seemed more like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like something You're I was still prepared. On that, Daniel, I was going to say you are never going to let that go. Daniel's never but it just seems so prepared. Go. But I'm saying that just seems so prepared where this didn't right. It's like like. I remember when my dad got brain cancer and like we got that call that like, you you have to come down like get on a flight right now. You know, he's it you know, he doesn't have long. Um and I I completely get that, right? It's like you were just talking to him, you know, I'm talking about my dad, but it's like you were just talking to him a week ago and he was fine and now he's like this frail thing that, you know, is slurring his words and is having problems. It's like I can I can totally, you know, it's tough for me to talk about that and it's been years since that happened. But you know, I I think it was kind of genuine for him to talk about that. So the the problem with that, as we talked about, is he starts talking about it, and you can almost hear RuPaul get a boner. Which oh, is like, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Wow. Talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gross. It's it's just it's quite one of those things that's sort of a gross part of the show that I don't like. Like, like eventually, at some point, she's going to do the thing where she has the three with the tic tacs, where she gives everybody a tic tac, and then she just starts like throwing baseballs at him to try to get him to cry. <laughs> I just I hate yeah. that. 
Yeah, she kind of does what it would, like this week on the judging panel, right? Where she like volunteered to the rest of the panel, you know, that, you know, Kim Chi's mother doesn't know that she's out. And it's just like you would you almost wonder is like whether also thinking, well, you know, Bob, uh, his mother is is dying and, you know, whatever. It's, what would Pearl say to little James, little <laughs> five-year-old James? Remember that fiasco last year? was that. Right. Short of hitting them all in the face with pepper spray, mm-hmm. that's really the would. only way that could have been more. Tear See, inducing. I'm convinced almost that there's not going to be that tic tac thing because this kind of felt like that. This kind of felt like the tic tac thing. Oh no! I there'll be there'll be something. Oh. There'll be something. She lives for this moment in the finale. She. Lives but there's only for one it. more episode before the finale. Like there's only where after this next episode, the next episode will be a re, you know a repeat episode you know like a like one of those best of kind of things where they go back mm-hmm. through and, and do the thing so it's like she would have to do the tic-tac challenge this there's only one more you know real episode before the finale at this point right there, we're, we're well, down to the, they tape the finale they tape it on the 10th may that, 10th yeah may 10th so and i don't, I don't I, know if I we talked about ticket. this yeah joe is going to go to the taping i'm going to go to the uh to the coronation so it airs on the 16th so i'll be going to the coronation on the 16th in new york okay well, uh, Taylor, I, what are you going to do? No, I'm just saying. I'm going to sit in my house and wait to hear about the stories from the two of you. No, I'm just saying that that tenth, the tenth that he's going to that filming, they'll be playing a repeat on. on well, TV. don't they do an episode with just the three? No, it's then- a, it's a recap episode with just the three. It's like remember Rue comes on, is like, and then she shows like some previously unaired pieces of the right. three and whatever. But next week, next week will be the four, right. and then then somebody will go home, right? And then yeah. they'll do a recap show, mm-hmm. and then it'll just go to right to the finale because yeah. I always yes. thought they did something with the three. No. Where they have the well, then we were talking about that before. Where they have the I three think, of them. I think that's in the repeat episode. I think that's in that recap episode. I think that's the one new segment in that I recap think, episode. Yeah, I think so. it's like a two-hour, 90-minute episode, and like half of it is like, here oh, are hilarious be. things that you missed. And then there's another half that's like, here's a deeper look at kimchi. Yeah. You know, they think they do like little packages like that. And Speaking I think, of. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, please. No, let's ahead. move on. All right. The mommy issues continued when RuPaul paid a table visit to kimchi. Is this something your mother has worn before? Yes. Has she seen you in drag? Um, she doesn't know that I do drag. What? I know. <laughs> My mom thinks I'm a makeup artist. You know she's going to see this show. Are you afraid? I am a bit afraid that she might see all of this. It's like a waste of time. His mom don't watch I just logo. want my mom to be able to be proud of like everything that I do. You know, the person that I am today. You think she doesn't know that already? I don't think so, no. Have you never shown her that side of you? Not really, because I just don't like being vulnerable with my mom. Right. Because then she might think that I'm a weak person and I want to portray myself as anything but that. Yeah, like Mommy Kimchi is like, <laughs> let me watch another episode of The Pickle and the Cucumber. What was the name of that show? Remember last year they were pushing? What was that called again? It was called Pickle and Cucumber. I don't remember, but it was something equally stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Banana. Cucumber and banana, wasn't yeah, it? It was something dumb like that. Yeah. Like she, Mommy Kimchi's like, oh, I can't wait for another season of that amazing show. Is the Golden Girl still on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, doesn't, uh, yeah, are there, are there more reruns of that big gay sketch show that I can watch? Cause I just love it so much. Or the amazing adventures of Bob and Steve. Also, or but here's, here's the other thing. Rue was like, what? I'm, this is the oh, first yeah. time hearing mm-hmm. of that because yeah. I didn't read this on your application. I didn't read this. I didn't hear this from the people that judged yeah. you or that I didn't watch any of your Yeah, no producers that watched it. Yeah, no, yeah, no producers that. This is, this is the first time hearing of this. What? What? 
You should go ask Betty back for that. You should go into the shade tree and talk about that. Boy, that's successful. Um, that hilarious. You know, I've seen on Reddit too that the, I guess the queens did use the shade tree a lot, but for jokes. Did you have you seen this stuff? No. They, they go in there and like sing songs together, and they they wouldn't ever use it for shade. They would use it to go do jokes. <laughs> I do know that they they did release a couple of them on their YouTube channel, uh, and they were. They were basically, it was Robbie and Derek and somebody else, like, just joking around. Like, Naomi, I think. It was Naomi and Robbie and Derek joking around (laughs) in the shade tree, in the blurry room. So what so what do we think of this kimchi re- reveal that the mom doesn't know and and this But we, we knew this. The mom knows. We knew this from a previous mirror moment trademark RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race recap. It's like uh, we we know this from a previous mirror moment that her just, so this is not news to us. It apparently is only news to RuPaul. Yeah. Taylor, any thoughts on the kimchi uh, mommy issues? Uh it's uh, it's been played out already and I think that what'll happen is what always happens this at the drag race recap whether she's in the top three or she sits by herself with the interview right will eventually pan out to the audience and kim g's mother will be right. sitting there waving at everybody i'll tell you I'll, I'll let you know do you want me to tell you if she's there or not do you want yeah. me to spoil that for you we want to know no, if they, if no, they I, actually I, popped I, to fly her there or whether they're going to make her do a shitty skype call like they did with ginger minge's dad last year <laughs> Yeah, they'll do, they'll, they'll do something. There will be something that'll be on there. And, and Kim Chi's mother will be sitting there all in her tiger mom glorious, gloriousness and will smile politely for the cameras, even she, though apparently Kim Chi has brought shame upon the family. She will release her seed into the universe so that the botanical beauty can be born. I have something to tell you guys. What? My mom doesn't know I do a RuPaul's Drag Race recap. Oh my God. You know she's going to hear it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Move I don't on. want her to think I'm a failure. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Later in the episode, Derek Barry shared his coming out experience with his mother. My mom Jamie was great, great growing up. She was my best friend. When I came out to her when I was 19, that's when everything changed. When I came out to my mom, I thought she would embrace me with open arms. And I got the complete opposite reaction. The only thing she said was, uh, do you mind if I keep this under my hat? When she said that, did you take, like, super offense? I, like, shut down. I wish I had not told her. Her opinion changed of me, and my opinion had changed of her at that point, you know? Damn. Damn. Daniel the Daniel the Latte Boy, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on uh, this Derek Barry and his coming out to his mother experience? I don't know. It seemed kind of, uh, they were best friends, and then now they're still estranged or whatever. Is somebody's phone near their microphone? Because I'm picking up a... Click. Oh, mine was. Oh my Jesus fucking Christ, man. You're like fucking <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. I just looked at a text message and it's just like, I'm, I'm someone's phone near their microphone. I'm sensing radioactive waves coming this way. We can't have it because it's on this megahertz and your phone is on that megahertz. <laughs> you need to put your phone away right now. Did someone put a Listerine cool mint pocket st- uh, pack in their mouth? I, I see a chip clip. I see a chip clip by Taylor's microphone. That oh needs to go God. away right now. God, I am such a fucking tyrant to record with. No, I think uh, that should be your name, Tyrant Banks. <laughs> Good drag name. You know what? I gave this uh, JLS a drag name today of Dane Oma, uh, and uh, he didn't appreciate it. Anyway, uh, it, it was a uh, the only literary joke. Are you on After Buzz TV? Is this what we're learning? <laughs> No, I just enjoy uh, harassing the the fine folks at the After Buzz TV uh, 
yeah, place. The RuPaul Drag Race After Buzz TV place. Doesn't matter. <sighs> anyway, back to Derek Barry. I, you um, know, I was completely unmoved by this. It sounded, it just didn't read right to me. It was just kind of, I didn't get it. Taylor? Well, there's something... The, the difference is the the genuineness we talked yeah. about bob and how that seemed like a genuine response and this seemed forced that's not to say that derek didn't have this horrible experience that you know as gay men we don't ever want that to have that experience with people in our family but it just seemed very forced it just seemed like it was something that i i need to have a poll i need to i need to have something and this this will be this will be what i talk about this yeah time. it also kind of feels you know, like if it is true, then it's like, how fucking stubborn are you? It's like you, you hit your mom with this thing. She reacts in a way that you're, you know, that you weren't quite expecting. And then you immediately just write her off. It's just like I get, um, you know, being upset at her and being disappointed in her and like taking some time away from her. But it's like if she was your best friend, like you said before, you know, you're not going to give her a second chance. Like now that she's like had a chance to catch her breath. You know what I'm saying? Like I wonder what's more disturbing to her that he is gay that he's a female impersonator or he takes two dicks at the same time. <laughs> now, oh, yeah, he, he really lays up. He really is, is testing the boundaries. Of now, her. Hold on. No, hold on. He, he only was talking about coming out to her. He's like the, the trouble thing was later, I think. Okay. Yeah, but, but imagine still, you're the mom. Yeah. Good point. If she, if, if, okay, if I, I'm not judging polyamorous relationships here, you can, don't have to send me letters. Oh, send them to me. I like letters. I, I, I would be curious as to if you were a parent of somebody of where, you're in a relationship with more than one person, what that's like for how, how people wrap their, how a parent would wrap their brain around that versus coming out. I don't just, know. A, just one of those curious things. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that it, it would depend on the parent. It would depend on the relationship that they had with their child or whatever. It's uh, well, I don't think my parents would have a problem with that. One of them's dead. It's true. He, he especially <laughs> wouldn't have a problem with it. And one of them has Alzheimer's. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's like, true. It means I can tell her every week. Anyway, let's, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a bad Alzheimer's joke. I'm sorry. That's how my family deals with that. So please don't judge me. Move along. Why are you so, so interested in us moving along, Daniel? This is a podcast. <laughs> People can stop and start whenever they like. They don't have to live. We can talk about whatever we want. We've been talking about parents for three minutes. We need to move on to something else. Let's move it. Let's, let's move on now to Bob the Drag Queen. During the Jerry Blank dance rehearsal, Kim Tree struggled with her steps. Naomi admitted her ignorance about strangers with candy. And Derek yet again demonstrated how weird he is. Back in the workroom, Bob the Drag Queen decided to stray from the main focus of the challenge. For my book drag, I decided to use cardboard because I want like a really structured dress. I'm taking some very bold moves. I'm not sewing anything. Thank God. All hot glue and spray paint. I mean, well, somebody got to go home. Oh, yeah. Bob's using more cardboard than she is books. That's not the challenge. Honey, you got it all wrong. You're in for a rude awakening, girl. Later on, with his New York crew gone, Bob was left vulnerable to critiques from the other drag race contestants. But when you look at RuPaul's beauty and grace, do you feel like you possess that? Because I don't see in the past winners the beauty that they have. Damn. That bitch just called you ugly. No, no. No. (laughs) I've just never heard them ever say to a previous winner that they did ratchet drag. All the queens think that I can't be glamorous because Michelle called me ratchet one time in a good way. And that's all they can cling to, especially Derek. You keep thinking ratchet drag means something bad. Ratchet and like this idea of something being raggedy are not the same thing. But Bob, I've seen like your videos online and I think you're very funny. But like the first thing I thought was like, she literally wears lips and lashes. (laughs) 
I guess. But I mean, I do my thing, you know, people will come to my show. I just think like makeup is very important because the moment people look at you, that's the first thing you see. Yeah. I just want to say my makeup is not that fucking bad. <laughs> you guys act like I have like, the worst <laughs> makeup in Drag Race history. Granted, it's not the best. I'm not, I am no makeup artist. I don't think your makeup is terrible. It just looks like you're not wearing any. So, okay, so now we're getting finally to see some, again, some uh, chinks in the armor for Bob the Drag Queen, where he's, we're seeing more vulnerabilities here. What do you guys think? Did you guys think, what do you guys think of his makeup, Daniel? I His makeup never really bothers me. It, it I don't ever think of it as being, oh, that, that doesn't look right or, or whatever. But then I I don't know that I would even think about it in that way, though. You know what I'm saying? TTLB? I, I thought that it it showed a vulnerability of Bob, but it also showed, again, going to that genuineness of where it's not like where he's going, well, my makeup is fierce and my makeup is the best. Where he's saying, I know I'm not the best makeup artist, but I'm bringing, I'm bringing an entire package that some people aren't able to bring. So right. I think he handled it really well. That being said, between that and the next section we're going to talk about, I want somebody to make a gif of all of the times that Chi-Chi made faces sitting at the sewing machine of listening to everything going on with this big smile on her face and the big red glasses. That was half the fun of this, of, of all of this, everybody reading each other back and forth. Cause Chi-Chi just kind of kept her mouth shut and just kept her head down the whole time. And it was fun to watch. This, uh, you know, this clip, I, we have a lot of clips this week and some of them are very long. So I, I didn't play the whole discussion here, but Bob does get and make a very good point that he is, more of a performer and he fo- focuses on the performance rather than the beauty part of uh drag and and that that's what he, is important to him and so the makeup and, and he explained that to Rue also at the table visit that he can't be super glamorous during his shows because his shows are really long and very involved and his makeup would be all over the place so i thought he gave a really and he, you know it, it, showing his vulnerability but also showing how strong he was and he was able to take the criticism without freaking out and yeah, it, it, it is also. true if you've ever gone and seen like when i went and saw thor g thor she stood up there for you know, an hour and a half basically of talking. She wasn't coming out and doing a quick four minute lip sync song, running around getting cash and then going back in and being able to touch up her makeup before she comes out and does another one. Right. She, she was on stage that entire time. So yeah, it's like uh, if you're, you know, and she was just standing still, but if you're doing stuff up on stage and, and running around, I could see where yeah, you'd be sweating off your makeup and it, it makes more sense to, but that's the kind of drag show that Bob does, right? That's, I don't know if you've seen the the latest episode of Cooking with Drag Queens, but it features Bob the Drag Queen on it, and they show some clips of his show uh, in New York. And, uh, you know, it really is. It's him and another queen, you know, out on stage for the entire time, the entire hour and a half, you know. And he talks about, he introduces himself as a comedian. So he's up there doing jokes for an hour and a half. So, Well, there you go. Well, now we're going to go into a big section of the show oh here we go it's probably the main here we go i'm sorry we're out of this, time uh let's okay <laughs> all right well that that concludes this week's episode okay um this week the battle of the season came to a head when naomi smalls and Derek barry went after each other throughout the episode it all started when the girls were customizing their puppets I need the tiniest lashes possible for Derek. Wow, I wear 301s, cunt. Hey, let me get the fabric that is the cheapest without a sparkle for Naomi. Because I don't have to rely on fabric. You do have to rely on your body, though, apparently. Oh, snap. Derek and Naomi, I think they're getting tired of each other. 
I'm lucky I didn't get someone who wears makeup. Wow. Remember, honey, I paint for the Las Vegas stage where you actually have to look like someone. You just have to look like Raven. No, I have my own drag aesthetic. It's called Naomi Smalls. Mm, it's called Na Naomi Smalls. Keep giving me material, honey. Time's up, ladies. After the mini challenge, Derek just couldn't let it go, and the claws came out. Is that really how I sound? How Derek did my puppet? Is that really how I sound? You're like Paris Hilton. It's just like giving me one note. Damn. I actually thought that was very clever. You're not mad at it? No. Oh, cool. Not at all. Bitch, I had tough skin. It looks like it. <laughs> You're really testing out that tough skin, ain't you, girl? And Derek has thin hair. <laughs> Wow. I also have a career with my wigs on. You'll have a career once you start gluing yours down. Baby. Popcorn. The fun thing about Naomi is she only has one thing to say. And then she has to think for like hours to come up with another read. I have one thing to say. I'm not that smart. Whoa. Were you upset by my puppet? Um, I honestly don't remember what you said. Everything was factual. <laughs> Why do you guys hate each other? Can't you guys just get along? God damn it. I do not hate Derek. I do not like his drag. This is getting intense. You don't hate me, you just hate my drag. There, exactly. Yeah. It's gonna get severe up in here. <laughs> All right, ladies, let's take a little bit of a, a midpoint check-in. Uh, Taylor the Latte Boy, where do you fall here on Derek v. Naomi? Naomi. Team Naomi. For reasons, because it's clear I hate Derek, but I thought that that Derek was the funnier of the two, and or really? I thought Naomi was. Yes. I thought Naomi okay. was the funnier of the two. I apologize there. And I was going to suggest I, that you go to the library so. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> and I also thought that um, it's so funny because we've talked about the fact that we think Derek. When people throw shade at Derek, Derek mm -hmm. has to sit and think about coming up with some sort of response, right. and that she said the exact same thing about Naomi. Um, oh, it's like a, it's like a Carl Rove move, right? It's like I'm going to use my weaknesses as my strengths. I'm just gonna I'm gonna accuse my opponent of having my weaknesses before they can accuse me of having them. Yeah, yeah. So I I definitely I have enjoyed this. I normally don't like when they fight too much, but this one is enjoyable. I was sitting with kimchi eating popcorn the whole time too. To me, it seemed like Naomi was firing back. It was being very clever for a 21 year old. I give her a lot of props for that. You forget she's the youngest one there, but it's like she was giving it back and was being quite witty about it. Whereas it seemed like Derek was, you know, like a little kid that was pissed off that was just taking swipes. You know what I'm saying? Just like shooting, just shooting insults out as fast as he can, just trying to get something to stick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're stupid. You're stupid well, and you're ugly. It should have ended at the, I'm not mad about it. I have tough right. skin. Yeah. And then she made the statement. It right. shows and then it, once Naomi made her, that seemed to be when it like turned. That's yeah. where all of a sudden it got ugly between the two of them. Much to the chagrin of the other three. The other right. three just looked so happy that this was going on. <laughs> anyway, I did like Bob the Drag Queen's a couple of Mich Michelle Visage laughs. In there. I know. I saw those. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh, I didn't see that. I heard, <laughs> I heard them. Yeah. I don't know why I would have The seen fighting that. continued throughout the day. I think you're going to take great photos, but that does not take talent. Being a drag queen is such a talent. You are a performer. You have to be a makeup artist. You have to be a hairstylist. You have to so be if a you're a hairstylist, why haven't you glued down your lace fronts? Oh, shit. The library has opened again. Insert shady rattlesnake noise here. 
bitch, glue down your brows, and then I'll glue down my lace. I cannot wait to see a shot of you and have screen caps go around, and it's just lifted lace. And you know what yours is going to be? It's going to be so much light reflected off that forehead because there's no brow on there. <laughs> and I didn't get the challenge to do my brows until my last challenge. But the judges told you to do that. The judges haven't told me to glue down my wigs yet. And they're telling you to change up your makeup and carve out your face. Not one time did they tell me that my makeup is not good. And I'm telling you, like as a friend, change up your makeup. If it's not me digging at you, there are some jigs in there. <laughs> But Naomi, why would I change my makeup when I impersonate Britney Spears for a living? And that's why it bugs me because we're coming into this competition and we're representing ourselves. We're not representing a celebrity. Who is Derek Barry? Chad came here with his own aesthetic. He wasn't doing share the entire Chad time. Chad had been came. doing drag for years, and, and so have you. And not impersonating share. Okay, like when you're coming to represent you as a drag queen, not Britney Spears. Why wouldn't you come as Derek Barry? Being compared to Britney Spears in the slightest is the biggest compliment in the world. And if I have to change my face to be myself, then I'm not really being myself. I just think that you've been upset with me doing well in times where you didn't, so you take digs at me to make yourself feel better. Am I the first person who's ever said anything like this ever to you? That has said my makeup is not good. I didn't say your makeup's not good. It's just not drag. <laughs> I just have never said that you don't belong here. So for you to say that I don't belong I here, I never said you don't belong here. It's you did. Just you said it literally... bugs you that I'm here. No, the thing that bugs me is that you are here finding who you are this entire journey, and we all came here with our own fucking aesthetic. Woo! I'm here in this room with you right now in the top five. Okay. I'm so annoyed. When's dinner? <laughs> And that's the fight.、Uh, did any any thoughts on the? I mean, I know that was a very very long clip, but I wanted to include the fight as a whole. I hear、uh, I have I have a couple of things. Number one, you know, the whole taking of pictures. You're gonna take a pretty picture, but that's not a talent. Blah blah blah. Didn't Derek win that challenge? <laughs> Wasn't Derek bragging about how she won the photo challenge, which was basically taking a picture? It's、That's like, a very good point. I like, hadn't even considered that. I would just, I would have brought that up to her. And the other thing is, like, it's not funny for a it, maybe funny is not the right word, but it's like she's Derek is thirty two, Naomi is twenty one. To constantly reference the fact that you have a career when you're like eleven years older is stupid. It, it would be like you know what I'm saying. It's just like Naomi is. May still even live with her parents. It's like she hasn't like yet finished college. She does. Or, yeah, she does. So I'm just saying, her mom cleaned her bathroom. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, that's right. I forgot that from untucked. But yeah, it, it's just kind of like it's just stupid, right? It would be like me, you know, berating my nephew because you know I've I've had a career for thirty years or something. You know, what I'm saying it's just like、And、he's、uh, in the third grade, right? It's, exactly. It's like how dare I? You you can't do your algebra. You know, I have a successful career doing computer programming on punch cards and、uh, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just okay, think it's—I it, just think it's a low swipe. It's just kind of like, well, yeah. You're right; it is stupid. But we've kind of established that Derek no, is stupid, no, no. so I think that might be part of it. The other part is the common theme they seem to show with these arguments that involve Derek Barry is Derek has to try to get the last word in, right? And she just keeps, even though whether it's Bob or whether it's Naomi or whether it's Chichi, eventually they say, "Okay, I understand. You know, I, I'm not doing this anymore," and she just keeps. Going at it, and that's the problem with it. She doesn't know when to just leave well enough alone and shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
Well, the next day, Naomi had a change of heart and decided to make up by helping Derek with her makeup. I don't feel good about what happened with Derek yesterday. I feel like my mom would have like really like slapped my hand about that. And I'm going to do everything I can to bear the hatchet. If he needs a zip up, if he needs advice, if he needs anything, I will definitely be the one to give it to him. I'm going to powder and then glue again. Is that what you do? I don't cover Oh, you don't mine. glue down. That's right. But um, when it comes down to time to shape, let me know. Yeah. I thought that was very big of Naomi. It was. Yeah. I, I, I kind of... I agreed with what Chi-Chi had said earlier in the episode, which is, it's final five. It's like, I'm not going to help you. I, I thought that was, you know, nice of Naomi to uh, to do that. At the same time, it was just kind of like, girl, you know, she's your competition. You don't have to help her with that. But in the end, those eyebrows were so ridiculously stupid looking. <laughs> that yeah, I mean, it, it may me, have been deep game. <laughs> it It took me forever to figure out who she looked like. Oh, who? She looked like, she looked like Jinx. Oh well, that was a yeah. Sharon Needles made that joke on Twitter. Huh? Oh Sharon really? Needles, yeah, she said I think that uh, that uh, Derek went from impersonating Britney Spears to she she came in impersonating Britney Spears and left impersonating Jinx Monsoon. Wow, that's uh, yeah. She just looked crazy. She looked weird, and is like the eyebrows were higher, but the forehead was still as high, and it was just kind of like just something about the facial proportions looked so off. It was just it was unsettling. Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Hey, before <laughs> it was awesome to see her. Before we get to the uh, runway looks here, uh, I just want to point out the only looks I put on our document for the runway looks are the ones they made. So we're not looking at the baby outfits oh, or the like, mothers. Oh my god, we're gonna do no. fucking fifteen so we're just look- goddamn looks. No, we're just looking at the ones. But before we get there, you know, we have a special piece of our show, which is uh, you know completely one hundred percent original that no other show does. And now it's time for mirror moments. Hey, Joe. Oh, hey, Taylor. What's up? Hey, I have a question for you. Yeah. Has anybody ever stolen anything from you? Yes, Taylor. Someone has, actually. Have you ever heard of After Buzz TV? Yeah, I think I have. Well, I started doing this bit called Mirror Moments. And one of the people on After Buzz TV, Jay Ellis, decided to take it and claim it as his own. What? Yep. How did that make you feel? I had to go feel? to therapy. I went to therapy for five years. <laughs> well, I would think that would bring a lot of shame on you and sadness in your life. It did. Every ever day just, I think about it. Do you ever just sit up at night and cry just thinking about the shame that it brought upon you and your family? I do. I can't. I haven't looked in the mirror in four years. <sighs> what? <laughs> Didn't, didn't Kenny come to your rescue? Didn't uh, Kenny, the other co-host, didn't he help you out? He seems like a decent no, guy. No, he doesn't do any of the heavy lifting. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, open up your little documents there called Runway Lux. Let's take a look at uh, what happened on the runway. Starting off with RuPaul. Taylor Latte Boy, what say you? Not one of my favorite looks again. At least it's a different silhouette of a dress. <laughs> but the hair, the crazy blowback hair and... Some real harsh makeup. I yeah. give this a boot. Yeah, I I, th- I see what she was doing. She was wearing the same dress that she's wearing on her book cover. Uh, oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't notice that either. Uh, anyway, uh, the, yeah, I give it a boot. It was, it was, she's like a big walking lemon. Is a nice book cover picture uh, shot, but not a good runway look. Anyway, uh, moving on to Kim Chi, uh, Joe Batant. Joe didn't get to say what he liked if he liked RuPaul or not. Oh, uh, boot. 
Anyway, kimchi. Um, I give it a toot. I like it. I also give it a toot. What say you, Taylor Latte Boy? I give it a toot. If for no other reason, I like the fact that she seemed to be the only one that had a collar. I kind of expected to see more collars with the paper with the structure. And and I like the fact that she had this. So toot. Excellent. Uh, Moving on to Naomi Smalls, Taylor Latte Boy. Great dress. Great dress. I would give that I would give that a toot as well. But the the wig is uh, once once Derek brought it to my attention that she doesn't glue down the wigs. That's all I focused on and then talked. Yeah. Especially as the hair got worse over the time they were sitting there. But if if Derek pointed out, wouldn't you make sure that you glued it down that week? Why doesn't she glue it down? Because the judges haven't told her to yet. Um, I I give it a toot for the outfit, but I agree. Yeah, the hair was distracting for me. I give it a toot. Excellent. Let's move on to Bob the Drag Queen. I give it a toot because I just really kind of like it. I think it's a cool little dresser. Uh, what say you, Joe Batanz? I give it a toot because you know what? That fucking Michelle Visage, we'll hear in the judges' critique, she's all like, Are that, is that cardboard? And you're like, Bitch. Yeah, all, all of a sudden now she can tell textile materials from 10 feet away. It's her superpower. <laughs> yeah. What say yeah, well, you? She, her name is Visage. Maybe has, she has super sight. Supervision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What say you, Taylor Latte Boy? I, I know it didn't follow the rules of the competition, but I give it a toot. I really like this. If for no other reason, it was the only one that really had a splash of color to it. Nice. Uh, well, is that a black joke, Taylor? That is so <laughs> No, racist. I didn't say colored. <laughs> I said color. Let's move on to Derek Barry. Uh, what say you, Taylor? Well, Jinx Monsoon looked like she's a sturdy stock in this. <laughs> and I, it just seemed like it's the same thing that we've seen where she has a bathing suit or in this case, a corset, and she just kind of attaches things to it. I so. was, you know, I hated this look and I was really, you know, like, ah, oh, she has to go home. That thing sucks. But then when I saw Untucked and I realized that she was lining up words that, it must have taken her a long time to read those words. So, you know, she she had the time. You know, that's why she was up she all night. She only slept two hours, yeah. <laughs> she was trying to read the words to line them up on her on her dress there. Anyway, uh, Joe Batanz, what say you? Boot is horrible. All right. Uh, and then finally, Chi-Chi Devane. I give this one a big toot. What say you, Joe Batanz? Toot. Excellent. Uh, Taylor Latte Boy. Toot. This is a great look for her. I am slowly becoming Team Chi-Chi. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I those, those are our looks, by the way. So uh, that's, that's. I also have a, uh, a a wig weather report. <laughs> yes. <laughs> None of them were thirsty this week. <laughs> there were no thirsty wigs this week. Excellent. Uh, we do. I hate ourselves. A, uh, <laughs> a thirsty. <laughs> you two can't help yourselves. I, swear I know we're so you bad. You can't help yourselves. We're so bad. By the way, we, we keep shouting out uh, what after buzz tv and the library is open and then next week and i mean this week on the thursday show we're going to interview jamar 84 from from youtube so yeah we're just uh we're horrible people wait how are we horrible people for interviewing jamar 84? i'm sure we'll make jamar jokes after he's gone oh yeah well first i gotta find out who he is <laughs> <laughs> wait i didn't have it i didn't have it there we go Go ahead. <laughs> Back on the main stage, the judges had nothing but praise for all of the queens except for Bob the Drag Queen and Derek Barry. First up, Bob the Drag Queen was criticized by the panel. What? Up next, Bob the Drag Queen. I thought in the baby challenge, you actually looked like you weren't trying to be too pretty about it. You just seemed real to me. 
And I thought you did a great job reading your script. It sounded really enthusiastic oh. and flowed really well. Tonight, I challenged you to be glamorous. Mm -hmm. I think that you're most of the way there. I think your makeup looks pretty and your body's always on point, but I am not getting book at all. I'm getting cardboard. Well, there is some cardboard in here, but I don't have any pages from my book. Why not? Well, I had this mermaid bottom that had pages, but once I finally saw, I was like, mm, it's a little much. But you took off the part that actually is the challenge. Well, I mean, I'm still wearing books. I'm just not wearing pages. It's a book. Okay. Don't listen to them. Yeah, maybe it's not made out of the pages, but I like the color, and I like it is different, and it's kind of shingle-like. You have beautiful legs, and I love what you did with your hair. I was going to wear a wig, but I was like, eh. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Bob the Drag Queen. Bob, I thought, nailed Jerry Blank. Out of everybody, she had the character the best. What I don't like is the fact that she wore a cardboard dress, and books are not made of corrugated cardboard. Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> you know, I didn't mind the dress or the cardboard. At least he added some color to it. And he made me laugh just looking at him. You can just tell that he's funny. The humor kind of just rolls off of him. Next, Derek Barry was dressed down by Michelle. All right, up next, Derek Barry. I have seen what you've done with your eyebrows. I acknowledge that you're trying something different, but it's going to be a journey for you. Um, this tonight, for me, I just thought it was way too plain and way too basic. But I like that it looks like you have a, a real vagina. She does. Yeah. Yeah. My mom would be so proud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Derek, I see you trying harder than anyone else. And that I applaud. But I think you're getting lost in what we want. Okay. We want you to do you at this level. And I don't know that you're at this level. Derek. Barry. I will commend Derek on going all the way to a different species, which was... Species? Um, What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, what you want to hear. However, it was just a bad, bad night in general for Derek. She had like two lines for blush instead of being contoured and buffed out. This is a drag competition. Come dimensional. When she reimagined her mother on a sexy night in a nightgown, a convoluted story I can't even put my head around. <laughs> this is all a fucking reach, okay? The thing you're on stage, she glued your book to a corset and put panties on and she was done. This was a miss tonight. I'm sorry. Yes, Derek's wasn't up to par with the other girls, but is anyone trying harder than Derek? And that's got to count for something. She's so willing to receive the critique. But this is not the place to find out who you are. She's at her limit. I want a All t-shirt. Right, so I want a t-shirt. I want a t-shirt that says come dimensional. Um, mm -hmm. It's like, I had completely forgotten about that fucked up story that uh, Derek told. Yeah. The whole With like. That horrible nightgown. And, but it was, it was worse that than that. Picked. She was, she was recreating the night that she was conceived by her father and mother by dressing up like her, a sexier version of his mother. It was just kind of like, but it was, but the, the dress wasn't even what the mom wore when she was conceived. It was like a dress she wore in like an innocent picture in like a family portrait. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing was just weird. And I then made even... a joke about her dad fucking her again, fucking him again. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's just... right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it was just, it, it was time to go. <laughs> It was time to go because I think it was I had to go episode four or five. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think what Ro Ross was fighting, Ross was rooting for. But at this stage in the game, if you don't know what you're doing, if you're if you're taking direction this far in and trying to to yeah. figure it out, then then it's time to go. It's just you you really wasn't necessarily the best thing for you to come here. Yeah. 
Anyway. The girls went head to head, lip syncing to "You Make Me Feel" by Sil- by Sylvester. Uh, interesting trivia piece here. It's the only other male vocalist other than RuPaul himself to have a song as a lip sync for your life. Oh. After the song was finished, RuPaul rendered her final judgment. Ladies, I've made my decision. Yes. Bob the drag queen. Shantae, you stay. Thank you. I just want to say, um, I probably had the biggest blowout of the season with Derek Barry, and I ended up being her biggest cheerleader in this competition. Even if you're afraid of something, she does it harder than anyone. Honestly, I, I love her. And I guess that was the lesson we learned today. <laughs> <laughs> you may join the other girls. <laughs> so brave. Derek Barry. You came here as a Vegas headliner, but you leave an international star, <laughs> stronger than yesterday. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm very proud, and I'm humbled by the experience that you've given me. And I don't want to cry, but I'm going to because that's just who I am. And I thought for so long I would just be lost in Las Vegas, and now I get to go all around the world and represent one of my favorite icons. So thank you so much. Thank you. you think, do thank you, you Derek. <laughs> now, sashay away. Derek! <laughs> go, Derek. That's how you go out in style, girls, <laughs> as the international showgirl of the world. <laughs> it, does she not know that international kind of means of the world? <laughs> it's like, isn't that kind of redundant? She's the been stupid the, the whole shit. season. She's going to end on a That's, stupid statement. Yeah. Also, I feel so long that I've been lost in Las Vegas. Girl, you talk about being in Las Vegas every fucking day as if it's some kind of like triumph. Don't now try to play it off like I was so scared that I would never get out of Las Vegas. The one thing that I, about Bob about making that statement is where Bob said at the end, I've been her biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Is that really up to Bob to say that Bob's been her biggest cheerleader? I, that just seemed very... He's presumptive to me. Well, yeah, but Bob's been acting like he's the winner the whole time because because he, he is. is. <laughs> well, it's I don't know. That was that kind of turned me off a little bit when Bob said that. I'm like, well, that's that's like survivor level stuff, though, right? It's like leave them with a good impression of you because then they'll vote for you for miscongeniality. Wow. Back back in the workroom, Derek Barry bid farewell. I got to shine as myself. And that's the one thing I've always felt that I was lacking. I didn't really have a character or a knowledge of who I want to be or who I am. But I showed up in this competition and I did everything I could. And that's all that matters. You have to show up in life. And I showed up here and I made it so far. And I cannot wait to see where this takes me now. So thank you, Rue. Spoiled cute white boy. Yeah. Yeah. You just tell us how the rest of it is. Yeah. You just show up. That's all it takes. You just show up and people will just give you things, Derek. Wow. Where the hell did that Holy come shit. from? What the that's, hell? Jesus. That's, that's, that's that entitled. Malcolm, Malcolm a, X all of a sudden. <laughs> but that's that, that is exactly the entitled, like, uh, cute boy, like, thought, right? The little ugh, pisses me off. Ladies, okay. any final thoughts on the episode? Good well, riddance. I, Good riddance to Derek Barry. I find it interesting that when you have we talked about last week them using the the dream girl song and and i think joe you're the one who said i'm curious what the song is that they'll use next week 
one of the the song was performed by a big black drag queen, and one of the two performers is a big black drag queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Sylvester's a big black drag queen? Yeah, Sylvester. Sylvester was a, was like one of the first drag oh. artists of the of the seven of, as far as well, no, really of the seventies. She was a yeah. She was a drag performer, so I, I think it was easier at that point to watch Bob do it than Bob. Bob seemed more comfortable doing it than because De- some of the weird dance moves that Derek did were off-putting to watch yeah it was like Britney yeah, Spears he pulled his panties down <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That one? mighty real because he was like feeling his real vagina I guess because, yeah uh, this is a throwback to you Amy Sedaris here's my real vagina it's real it says yeah, so in the song very on the nose yeah, yeah. or on the vagina <laughs> yeah so it was just it was, as soon as the song started like Bob Bob this is Bob's to lose Right. So, much better job than Derek did. Oh, she did an incredible job. Um, you know, they were talking about how Chi-Chi did, like, the lip sync, you know, of all lip syncs last week. But I thought Bob's was really, really good. I thought it was better than Chi-Chi's. Oh, Chi-Chi's I agree. was sort of easy. Yeah. I, I could do, and I'm telling you, I'm not going lip syncing that just as good as Chi-Chi. Yeah. But we have this, our first video podcast, apparently. Yeah. It'll this, be just, it'll be every week, me just lip syncing, and I'm telling you I'm not going. I would actually pay $1.29 a week to download that video. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it'll just be me and different. Yeah. And I'll have different interpretations every week. It's going to be. It's going to be. And, and, and ironically, it's also the name of the, the video series. And I'm telling you I'm not going. Now, you know, every there, week, I'm, you know, there is a picture of you dancing or a video of you dancing on my YouTube channel that you can see. Yeah, there you go. At, at Precinct. At the, no, not uh, Precinct, at Redline. No, at Redline, which, by the way, is where Jade Ellis is going to be this Saturday night. How do you, How the fuck do you know this, He Daniel? said this on his show. I uh, I watched Did the After Did you track him for migratory purposes? Now, no, I, you know, Jay and I are good friends. We text each other. Oh, they're good what friends, is, Joe. What they're is good Jay friends. Do- I know. What is Jay doing right now, Daniel? You want me to ask him? You want me to text him and ask him what he's doing right now? Yeah, text him right now and ask him. Because you're pals. You know, you guys are pals right now. You and Jay Ellis. <laughs> the best of buddies. I know. He's like, oh, Jay, Jay, Jay's going to be at uh, Redline this Saturday. <laughs> he said it at the end of his show. But why would he say that at the end of his show? Why would anyone just say, hey, Saturday, I'm going to be at this place? Is he making an appearance? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can I add a phone call to this? Uh, no, I can't. I don't know. That. I don't, no, I don't have this, your fancy computer. In this version of Hangouts, we can't add a phone call to it. Uh, <laughs> or else How I many versions are there? We're using one with a higher audio codec, uh, but it's 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 not important. Um, I will. I'm sure Jay is doing something great. I'm sure he's doing something wonderful right now. I don't know what he's doing. Oh. <sighs> Anyway, do you have any final thoughts on this fantastic episode? I already gave them to you. It's good riddance. Oh, t- t- Taylor? I enjoyed the episode. As, as I thought it was a really good really episode. Good, yeah. I found myself starting to get slightly bored the last couple of episodes where I haven't oh, quite yeah. enjoyed them as much. And where it usually starts off where I don't like the season and then I really get into it. Whereas this one, I kind of was waxing and waning, but this one brought me back. And I, I mentioned to my partner tonight what I believe... One of you said last week is this will be the first time that the final four are three African-Americans and an Asian-American. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no chance of there being a white winner. Daniel's already sharpening his pen. <laughs> to write a letter of, of yeah. Uh, yeah. protest. Uh-huh. Yep. The logo. Wow. What, what is this? Wow. Uh, here's the here's I, I want I, we don't normally do predictions, but I, I 
looked up to see what the challenge was for the final four episodes. So the final four oh, episode, no. yeah, it's well, it's already listed on the TV guide. Uh, the challenge, the this, music video, yes, the music video for the realness, right? So they're going to do. So it's basically a lip syncing and dancing challenge. Do you oh. do you think oh. that's going to be the death of Kim Chi, or is this going to be the death of Kim Chi? Or have they been playing this up all season that you know she's horrible at lip sync? But we've never she's never had to lip sync for her life. We no, and they like, mentioned that actually. Maybe the maybe she pulls it out in the uh, in the video. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's the realness. I Joe. think we're gonna have three black uh, uh, final three. Well, I, I think, think that's Kim great. Chi might be gone. That's great. I, I don't. I I'm happy with the the final three at this point. No matter. Yeah, you know. you know what? I was thinking about that yesterday. It was like with Derek gone, and we've been bitching about how we want Derek gone. Yeah. Yeah, but ultimately, maybe with the exception of maybe Thorgy, like everybody should is there who should be there. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one of those things that it's like last year I hated one of the top three. So it's like to me, it was just like a completely different experience this year. I'm fairly certain Bob's going to win. And it's like, and I'm fine with the other in the top three. I think they, they deserve so, to be there. So if you had to pick one to go home next week, kimchi, you would say kimchi. I would say Joe? kimchi just because yeah, she seems to lack the, the least. She seems to have the least amount of total package skills of the four left. Oh, it's a hard one. Because Kimchi doesn't have great fashion skills, but that's it. But the same could be said, kind of, for Naomi. Oh no, I yeah. think I think Naomi. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, I'm a, gonna say Naomi. A Naomi lip sync and sent somebody home. Uh, B Naomi, I think, has really come into her own lately. She was like, she oh was, no, I I agree with that. But the the argument that was said tonight was that Naomi just takes pretty pictures, like that. That's what she does. Yeah, but I I think she's. I think a more Bob Kimchi Chichi final three would be very strong. So as much as you love Naomi, you would be okay with seeing her go home next week yeah i'm not necessarily predicting that but that's who i think should be the top three yeah okay i just think naomi's hot as a boy and she and she has improved i think she's i uh, really much love those improvement stories i am much happier with naomi than i am with kimchi right now because kimchi does amazing makeup but that's she can't walk down a runway i don't see her being able to like do a comedy challenge like you know like emceeing a show or like you know talking to the crowd in the show I just don't see her being as engaging as, you know, even Naomi. Well, what does she do? I know that she's out of Chicago. What does she do now? What does she perform? Does she lip sync? I, she... I think she's an Instagram star. Yeah, she's an, well, I mean, she performs in Chicago. She's a drag queen in Chicago, but she doesn't, she doesn't do lip syncing, whatever. She's more of a, you know, shows up. She's a personality. She's an Instagram person that shows up. You know, like, I don't know if you remember, like when, when the pride committee, when we would want to like have, we would invite certain people to the parties to make sure that other people would be at the parties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of like that. So I think kimchi is just a really popular Instagram has a huge Instagram following in Chicago. And it's basically like, well, if you get her there and she talks about it, then other people are going to come, you know, that kind of a thing. Hmm. Okay. What did you think Taylor of the show? Well, no, you never, or, you never gave your prediction. Oh, give I, I think kimchi will go home next week. Once, now, once Daniel told us what the, I think that, Oh, I think kimchi's, Okay, I didn't understand the question. I think Kim, she's going to go home. I think oh, she's, okay. in pro- she's in trouble. But I was saying, who do I think should be there? Uh, I think it should be uh, Bob, Kimchi, and Chi-Chi. You know, I, and I would but, be fine with that. If, if either Naomi or Kimchi goes home next week, I'm perfectly fine with the top three. I don't see Bob going next week. And I honestly, I don't see Chi-Chi going next week. So. No, I would agree with that. I don't see Chi-Chi going. So it sounds like between all of us, it's, it's probably between Naomi and Kimchi. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and chi. Oh, look at that. Oh, With the uh, wow. Yeah, great. 
Well, that concludes this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Follow us on Twitter at Drag Race Recap. Friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Drag Race Recap. And make sure to visit our website at DragRaceRecap.com where you can find all of our contact information, leave us a comment, and find all of our old episodes. So, until next time, for Daniel Brewer, Taylor the Latte Boy, and myself, sashay away until next week.